the Kutasiches Chelik Yudalid, the Sicha of Nitzavim Aleph. It's a Rashi Sicha. It's actually a fascinating Rashi Sicha, just because the entire Rashi gets dissected, and by the end, each, I mean, every Rashi is like that. But here you're going to see how each word and each phrase that Rashi brings in is actually integral to expressing the point that Rashi wants to make in explaining this Pasuk and the other Pasuk that Rashi references, as well as uh, the Hira, the Yenish Shaltera, and the Pnimi Yisrael as we see it from different perspectives, it all comes together in a very beautiful and fascinating way. So we're going to begin, uh, it's Kedai, it's if you will, to look into a Chumash. Uh, there's one Pasik in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kitzavim, and there's one Pasik in Parsha's Kitzavim, in the previous Parsha, Parsha's Tzavim, that are addressed in Rashi. In this Parsha, it's talking about the person, Isha, Isha, Asher Levavei Poyna, Yemim Hashem Alekeinu, his heart, Stray, strays away from Hashem. He's going to hear these words. He's going to think to himself that I'll be okay. Hashem Hashem is not going to want to forgive him. And then in Pasukah it says, Hashem The Eibushter will separate him for bad, for evil. Mikael Shifta Yisrael from all of the Shvatim, from all of the tribes of the Eden. Sabris like all of the curses of the covenant. Haksuva the Sefer Hatera which are written in this Sefer Hatera. That's this the Pasik in this Parsha Parshas Nitzavim. It happens to be that in Parshas Kisavoy there is a similar phraseology in towards the end of Parshas Kisavoy, almost at the very end, after all of the Klolis of the Techecha, all of the consequences that are discussed in the rebuke. That the Abishta that Meshir Rabbeinu gives the Yidden. There's a Pasik over there, Pasik Samach Aleph, that says, Gam Kolchali Vikolmaka, all illnesses and all plagues, Ashalikosu Vesefirateira Azeis, which aren't even written into this Sefirateira. Yale Mashemalecha Adishamdach. The Abishta will bring them upon you until you'll be destroyed. The reason we're bringing in this Pasik is because it also mentions the words, the Sefer Ateirazes. So let's see in the Sikha. Allah Pasik, Vivdili Hashem Lira of the Gema. Kechel, Allah Sabrisaksu, the Sefer Ateirazes. On this Pasik, which we just mentioned, the Pasha itself and the Abishta will separate this person for bad, for evil, for, for punishment. Like all of the curses that are written in this Sefer Ateirazes. Mighty Rashi Ateves Haksuva Besefer Atera Hazer. Rashi quotes the words Haksuva Besefer Atera Hazer. Umefarish and explains as follows: Ule Ma'ila earlier in Parshas Kisave, who Aimer Besefer Atera Hazois. It says the words Besefer Atera Hazois, which is lost in the cave. Gam Kolchali Vekolmaka VeGaimer, and just in. To reference which Pasuk is referring to, the Pasuk that begins with the words, Gam Kolchali Vikolmaka Vegamer. 
So Rashi explains why is it different that over here it says Hazeh and over there it says Hazois. So Rashi explains Hazeh Lashen Zacher Moisev Al Hasefer. The fact that over here it says Hasefer Atayra Hazeh, which Hazeh is Lashen Zacher in masculine terminology, it's because it's referring to the word Hasefer or Bisefer, which Sefer is Lashen Zacher, as if it said Bisefer Hazeh in this Sefer. Sorry, The word Hazais, which is Lashin the Keva in the feminine terminology, is referring to the words Teda. The Sefer, this Teda. Since Teda is Lashin the Keva, so Hazais is Lashin the Keva. And Hazel, Lashin Zacher, Mesavala Sefer. And the word Hazel, which is Lashin Zacher, is referring to the word Besefer, which is Lashin Zacher. Now, how do you know if Besefer is going, if the Hazais is going on the Besefer, or on the Hatayra, or the Hazai is going on the Besefer? So Rashi explains, Based on the trap, the, the incantations, the way it is sung when laning, when reading it in the Torah, you know that it's two different terms or terminologies. The parshas haklolois in parshas kisave, which is part of the klolois, the teichacha, the rebuke. Hatipcha nisuna tachas b'sefer. The trap called tipcha, which represents a pause after the tipcha. The tipcha is on the words b'sefer. So you, therefore you have b'sefer, pause, and then hatayda hazois. The words Torah and Zeus are connected to each other. In this week's parasha, parashas Nitzavim, the tipcha, the trap called tipcha, is after the word, is under the word hatayra. So the, therefore the word nimsa sefer hatayra, dvukim zelazah, so the word sefer hatayra go together. And therefore the hazah is going on the sefer hatayra. Which is Lashen Zachar. Lefichach Lashen Zachar Nefel Acherav. And therefore you have the Lashen Zachar. Shalashen Nefel Ala Sefer. Because the Lashen of Hazeh is referring to the Sefer. Which is also Lashen Zachar. Okay. So that's the Dashi. Just to explain very quickly. In Parshas Nitzavim, it says, "B'seifer atayr aksu, b'seifer atayr hazeh." Parshas Kisavim, it says, "B'seifer kasu, b'seifer atayr hazeis." So Rashi explains. In Parshas Nitzavim, it says, "Hazeh." It's referring to the sefer, and in the trap, sefer hatayr go together, and therefore hazeh refers to b'seifer. And then in Parshas Kisavim, it says, "B'seifer atayr hazeis," because it, there's a a tibcham b'seifer. So therefore, it's the besefer and the hatayra hazayis go together. And since hatayra is lashon the keva, therefore the word hazayis is lashon the keva. And this Rashi, we're going to ask five questions. The tzaruch love, we have to understand aleph number one. Lo ma maitik min akasuv dehachav gamtevas aksuva. Why does Rashi include in this dibur amaschal? Why does he quote from the pasuk the word aksuva? Rashi's question. And his explanation is on the words "b'seifer ateiraza." That over here it says "b'seifer ateiraza," and over there it says "b'seifer ateiraza." 
So why does he have to have the word aksuva in the Dibra Maschil? Base. And the same question is on the second Pasuk that Rashi brings, which is the earlier Pasuk from Kisavai. Since Rashi references to it by saying, earlier it says, and he quotes the word, so we know which Pasuk is referring to. The Pasuk in Kisavai, which said the word, why does he have to mention the words Gam in Rashi? Could have just said And why does he do that? Why does Rashi have to include the Gam And even if there's a reason why Rashi has to quote the beginning of the Pasuk if you already have to mention the Pasuk for some reason, why does Rashi uh, include also the words V'chomaka V'gaymar? He could have just said Kolcholi. We if he has to reference the Pasuk beyond Ulamay Lehuaymer, he, he could have said Gam Kolcholi, and that's it. Why does Rashi have to also say V'chomaka V'gaymar? That was question two. Question three, Gimel. So question two, we asked, why does he have to say Gam Kolchali? And for sure, why does he have to say the Cholmak of a Gaimar? In question three, he asks another question. He says, it's opposite one from another. In the Pasuk, it actually says, Gam Kolchali the Cholmak so Kochali V'Komaka is the beginning of the Pasuk. In Rashi, he starts with and then goes back to the beginning of the Pasuk If he's going to bring the whole, the, the, all the words, he should have brought it in the order of the Pasuk. First, Dalit. Question four. Mayi kavanas Rashi, kishul chayzer letzayin as a pasuk shelamayla, shekaysev beparshes haklalis hatipcha v'chulu. What is the intent of Rashi when he goes back to explain the difference between the two parshias? Is that it's understood by the trap, by the incantations? So he refers to the parshas kisave as parshas haklalis. The parsha of the kolos. Umanov shach. E mishum ezetam yosterech lesaman as a kasher b'teichan a parsha. E for some reason there is a need to reference that pasuk by the content of the parsha that it's in, namely the parsha of the kolos. Havalei leimar zebet chilas pirushe. Then he should have said it at the beginning of Rashi. Vim kaima tevul lemailo eimer. Instead of saying earlier, it says he should have said in the parsha sakolos. It says. And if in the beginning of Rashi it suffices to say to reference that earlier it was it, it says without referring to it as parshas aklolis, then certainly we don't need another form of reference when he mentions it a second time. Either earlier. Or over there, the tipcha is under 
the word b'sefer. Al derech shama la'alon v'kan v'chulu, like Rashi continues, v'chan over here. So he could have just said, earlier it says this, and here it says that. Instead, Rashi says the parsha saklolis, referring to the content of the parsha, without, and, and, and this he does the second time around. The first time around, he suffices with ulamai lahu aimer. So the question therefore is, Either you need to tell the Pasha Saklalis and say it right away, or if you don't need to say it, you could, you could say, then he should have done that also the second time around. Finally, for the fifth question, is not so much in the choice of Rashi's presentation, but in Rashi's very answer itself, we're going to have a question. The very answer of Rashi demands an explanation. Hey, number five. Even after Rashi explains that there's no contradiction in the phraseology of the Psukim. Because the Hazef from over here refers to the word Besefer. And the word Hazes over there in Tavay is referring to the word This very differentiation demands a reasoning and explanation. Why does the Pasuk change? That over there the Pasuk is emphasizing the word Hasefer. That over here the Pasuk is emphasizing the word Hasefer and that therefore says Hazer. And over there he's emphasizing the word Hatera and therefore he says Hazes. In both Sukkim it says the same Lashen, so why couldn't they both have said either both Hazer or both Hazes and both have the same Terap? So what is Dashi really telling us? He's telling us that why it says Hazer and Hazes, but that itself, that itself demands an explanation. Why Taka? Why over here do we have to say it in this way and over there say it in that way? Why could we say them both in both places in the identical way? So to explain all of these, to answer all of these questions, we have to understand Rashi a little bit better. We have to truly understand that we're going to point out that Rashi's question seems to be based on the differentiation between the two. Almost as if to say that if there was no other Pasik in Kisavai, we wouldn't have had the question. Why does it say Hazel over here? And the question is going to be that Hazer is grammatically incorrect regardless of what the Pasuk says. And we're going to ask on Rashi, why does Rashi emphasize his question based on Sovay and not ask the question directly on this Pasuk that the, that the term Hazer is grammatically incorrect. So our question on Rashi in the, in the Sikh is as follows. That seemingly, we don't need to ask on this Pasik from the, the, as a contradiction from the other Pasik. In this Pasik itself, the question is raised that Hazer Lashen Zachar is incorrect. Because the word Atayda, which is uh, uh, immediately juxtaposed to the word Hazer is lost in the Keva. The earlier Pasuk in Tavi where it says Hazes, that is correct. 
It's not like both are right. It's, a, it's an even. It's a, you could choose one or the other. Both are right. And there's no way to know which one is right. No. If you say Hatayra, you're supposed to say Hazais. And therefore, the question is not on Kisave, because that's correct. The question is on this Ashi, on this Pasuk itself. Why does this Pasuk say Hazah after saying the word Hatayra? And then Ashi could have answered, that the intent of the Pasuk here is not as it seems by, by, in first glance, rather the Hazah is referring to Hazah, which is Lashon Zacher. Because the Pasuk in Kisavi doesn't need to be resolved. It's proper. It's correct. So Rashi should have said, why did it say Hazah? And answered because it says B'Sefer. But seemingly Rashi is basing his question on the contradiction between these two. And why is it? Ulam mihem but if you look into the Pasik in our Pasik in Parshas Nitzavim, you will see that this question is not an accurate, it's not a, a, a proper question. Mid Amarakasov, since the Pasik says the word, and look into the parentheses, Rashi also included this word in the Dibra Maschil, which was one of our questions, because Rashi is actually using this word to answer. This question that we just had, because since it says the word haksuva, which is written in the Sefer Atera, which means that we're focusing on that which was written, move on. Now, where do you write? You write in a Sefer. So, therefore, this Pasik is emphasizing the Sefer within which this bris, this covenant, is written. Sefer, whether it's a scroll, whether you tie it scroll or you tie it book, for a Sefer, Sefer is the thing in which the writing takes place, in which you write. Masha'en kein teira, shehisham, or shame, shehisham, leteichen advarim, haksuvim besefer, maybe shame, I don't know. The Torah, the word Torah, is just to tell us what is the content of the words in the Sefer. What kind of Sefer is it? So therefore, it's understood now in this Pasuk, why Rashi said, why the Pasuk has Zeh. Because since it starts with Haksuva, so it's all about the writing. Where do you write? You write in a Sefer. The word Tehre is only a secondary word to describe the Sefer. But the main emphasis of this Pasuk is the Sefer. And therefore it makes, because it says Haksuva. And therefore it says Hazer. Because the emphasis of this Pasuk is, is, is the Sefer. So the question that we ask, this Pasuk, it's by itself is a question. We don't need Parshas Kisavoy to ask a contradiction. That is being answered right now. This Pasuk is not a question by itself. This Pasuk makes sense to say Hazah. Because since it says Aksuva, it was written, where you write, you write in a Sefer. Therefore the emphasis of this Pasuk is Sefer. And therefore it makes sense to say Hazah. Elo shehivzik hakosu v'tevas l'tateira l'vayateich It's only that the Pasuk separates between these two, between the words Besefer and Azah, with the word Hatera as a description 
of the Sefer. What does the Sefer talk about? What kind of Sefer is it? But the Torah is really a secondary description to the primary aspect of this Pasuk, which is the Sefer, as evidenced by the word Aksuva, and therefore the word Azah makes perfect sense. Avol Kasha, and on this, now Rashi has a question. Being that this Pasuk makes sense, now comes the question, Shalomailo, that earlier in Kisav, Eshegam Sham Nemar Lashen Kasuv. Also over there it says the word, Asher Leit Kasuv. Nevertheless, even though it says Akasu, which would imply that the emphasis there also is on the word Besefer, nevertheless, Rashi said, the Pasuk says, Hazois. Now, Rashi's question is, is real. Once I understand that if it says the word Aksuva, it should say Hazad because the main emphasis is the, is the Sefer, there also it says Kasuf, and there also it says Sefer. And nevertheless, it says Azois. Why is that? And that's Rashi's question. Oh. Gimel. Now comes Rashi's answer. Zemetad, it's Rashi. Nifra comes Rashi to ask the question, to answer the question. Being that it says over there that also the illnesses and the plagues that are not written in this Torah, they too will be brought upon you because of those words. Therefore, we have to use the word hazais. And apply it to the word the Torah. But over here, the Hazeh can go on the Sefer. Because although over here the, the main emphasis on the Pasuk is the word the Sefer, that Pasuk in Kisavai, the main emphasis is the word Hatayrah. And the compelling reason for this is because the Pasuk begins with the words and he explains as follows the purpose of the is the purpose of the rebuke and the negative consequences mentioned at length in Parshish Kisavai is simply to warn the Yidden that they should listen, to motivate the Yidden to follow Torah, and they should be afraid to stray from the way of Torah mitzvahs. We'll move on. And therefore it's understood that the greater we, in, we emphasize the stringency, the severity, of the warning commensurate to the level of the threat is the fear to transgress any aspect of Teiru Mitzvahs. When the Teiru tells us that even the illnesses that are not mentioned in this, in this Teichacha they too will be brought upon you. Which the purpose of these words is to frighten them even more. 
that in addition to everything that was written at great length prior to this, he neyotesiv gam asher leikosov added, it will be increased to even things that are not written. And nevertheless, the Yalim Avaya, the Gemara Hashem will bring them upon you. The later Chelek Minen were not only a, a, a part, a section. Any illness and any type of disease. That we're trying to include anything that could be included. So this Pasek is telling us that not only do you have to be afraid of the 96 Klolos that are in Pasek Kisavai, but any illness, any type of punishment that you could think of will be brought upon you. And the reason why we're doing this is to basically uh, uh, frighten them into, or us rather, into shape that we should follow the Torah because otherwise there's, there's terrible things, terrible consequences awaiting us. So, we're saying this out cup. So, so what we're trying to do over here is we're trying to understand how Gam Kolchali the Kolmaka tells us that the emphasis word of the Pasuk is Atayra. So we explain like this. The Kolos on the Teichach is for the purpose of frightening the hidden and motivating them to listen to the Teichach Mitzvahs. The greater the fright, the greater the motivation. So now let's apply this concept to Sefer and to Hatayra. When you're talking about Sefer, Sefer is all about the printed word or the written word, I should say. There are things that are written from, understood, sorry, from the expressly written things. There are things that are derived from that which is expressly written that are included in, in, in that which is written. The gam esam miskaven hakosiv sheyoyru miloshen teira esam al yedei sefer zeh hanikra sefer ateira. So we want you to learn not just what's actually written in the in in, in the words of the teira. We want you to derive that which is hinted in the expressly written word in the Torah. And the word Torah actually means just that. Torah milosh in this in this context, to learn something out of something else. Ukumuvan kozemi pirishtashi. The masha nemar asher kasafti This is understood from what Ashi says in Parshas Mishpatim, that I wrote it to teach them. So Ashi says, Bichlal Aseres Adibris that all 613 mitzvahs are included in the, in the in Aseres Adibris. Av Shedaka Leim Nemar Kasafti. Even though the word Kasafti I writ I, I have written is referring to the Aseres Adibris, but then Leharidosam I could learn all the other Tariyag or all the other 603 Aseres Adibris. Chein Gam BePaisos Tovay. So also in Parshas Kisave, where he says that more than what's written in the Torah will come to you, what he's trying to say is that more than what is written in the Pasik, that whatever is written in the Pasik includes more than what's actually just written. The Akasuf Mechavein Sheyiru Mitech Akasuf, 
and the Pasik is teaching you, is guiding you to learn it out of what's written. The Khan and over here not only is the Pasik the main deal like by the Aseris Adibris and there's also something to be derived from the Pasik here it's the opposite the main emphasis is not what it says in the Pasik but what is learned out of the Pasik because the whole purpose of this Pasik is to heighten the fright so what we're trying to do here is we're trying to say that there's much more waiting for you. There's many more punishments that are not written in the Torah. So now, if I understand that Sefer means that which is written, Torah means that which is not written, but learned out of that which is in the Sefer. So in Parshas Nitzavim, we're, we're, we're focusing on the Haksuva. Whatever is written is written. But in Parsha Sove, where it says that, we're learning from Kochali, the Chomaka, which is not, <coughs> excuse me, written in the Torah, which means what we're trying to do is learn from what is written in the Sefer, to learn from it. Then the word Torah is Iker, therefore over there the word Torah is Iker, because it's not about what's written, it's about what's derived from the written. And now it's clearly understood why it says Azais, because that Pasik, the word Hatayra, is the main emphasis of the, of the Pasik. Just to, to, to summarize that very quickly, in our Pasik, it's telling us the emphasis is the haksuva, that which is written, and therefore the sefer is the ikir, and therefore it says In the pasik in Kisave, where we're trying to frighten the Yidin into listening to Tero, to, to motivate them to follow Tero mitzvahs. So we want to we want to uh, 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 intensify the punishment as much as possible. We want to tell them that whatever is written here is just the beginning. There's so much more that's not written here. So we're learning from is, is, is what we're deriving from the Pasuk and not from the written word itself but that which is being derived from the written word and therefore the word Torah which means to learn from, some, from the Sefer is the Ikir and therefore it says Hazor is lost in the cave. This is the difference. This is the difference between the two psukim. In our pasuk, where the the context of the pasuk does not compel us to say that atayra, the word atayra is the primary word of the pasuk. Which is written in the sefer. That's the emphasis. It happens to be the teichin of that. The content is teira, but the main emphasis is sefer. And if it's azet. But in the earlier pasuk in Kisavei, that its context compels us to learn that the word Teira is the primary word of the pasuk, and therefore it says Hazay is lost in the cave because Teira is lost in the cave. So this answers. This helps us understand the Rashi. This is now, now we have a clarity of what Rashi was, was, was bothered by, or by what Rashi was bothered. 
and how Rashi understands these two Pesukim. Very different than when you went in to see the, you know, this is Sefer Azeh, this is Betatayr Azois. It's much deeper than that. It's what is the Pasuk talking about? Is the Pasuk talking about the things that are written? Or is the Pasuk talking things that are beyond written? And therefore it makes a big difference if we're focusing on Basefer or on Atayda. If you write Hazer or Hazais. So we now have a much clearer understanding at least of the first half of Rashi. However, the, 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 we're going to be left with a question which is going to lead us to the second half of Rashi. Avaladayin in Zemaspik, it's this, not a sufficient explanation. Even though that from the context of the Pesukim and Kisavit, we understand that Atayda is the primary word of the Pesuk. Therefore it says the word Azayis. And in our parasha, the, main, the primary word is Besefer. Therefore it says Azayis. Nevertheless, I'm going to ask you as follows. In order for him to not make a mistake, in order to not raise this question in the first place, then why did he have to say the word Hatayda here? He could have just said, written in this book. If you say Hazer, then you know obviously which Sefer we're talking about. It could have said without saying the word Sefer. And then it wouldn't be confused. It says, doesn't say Sefer, we know why it says Hazer. And obviously it should say over there Hatayda because Hatayda is the main word. Here it says Besefer because Besefer is the main word. And don't even write the other word. Why does the other word even have to be written? The This is not really a question on its own that we always say that every word in the Tayyid is precise. So then, the, then we could ask why are, they, why are these words there if they're not adding anything? So that's not a question. Because that's the style of the of the Torah, to, how the Torah speaks. Ulam benidin didan yeshmakim lekush yezumi said Hashem should be beizak sovim. But in so some bites of the Sefer Torah, as I wouldn't have asked. But now that the two psukim are contradictory, one says Hazeh, one says Hazeh, now we're confused. Why it says different? And the reason why is because here the emphasis is on the Sefer. Here the emphasis is on, emphasis is on Hazeh. So why not just skip the uh, uh, Torah, skip the skip the other word? In our Pasuk, it should have just said, it should, it should have just said the Sefer. And in Tov, it should have said, it should have said just potato. Therefore, Rashi adds that because of the trap, because of the way the trap is set up, they are, they are divided into two separate, the two Psukim are two different phraseologies. There's no place, there's no reason to make a mistake. There's no question at all. And because the psukim are very clearly, and the timing, the, the, the trap, are very clearly and definitively explaining the difference. In other words, the question wasn't on the extra word. The question is why, why, create, a, why create a confusion? It actually says there's no confusion. Look at the trap. You'll see there's no confusion. It's very clear that over here, the, over here we besefer atayda goes together and the focus is on besefer. And over here atayda aziz goes together because atayda is, is the emphasis. One more question that we had to add was why does Dashi in the second time around call it besefer atayda now we'll understand why Rashi emphasizes 
and refers to it as the parsha of the clawless, of the consequences, of the negative consequences. Obviously, it's not, a, not to reference which parsha we're talking about, as we mentioned earlier in the question. Because earlier it said, we knew it's what we're talking about. So we don't need it to say the parsha saklolis for, for the purpose of a reference. So in that case, why does it say the parsha saklolis? So now it's understood. It's because this parsha is, its purpose is to frighten the Yidden through the consequences. This is what emphasizes, what forces or compels us to reach the conclusion that the word is and that's why the trap has to be divided that way that that this goes together because hatera is the ikir how do I know what, 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 why does the why is the trap st- structured this way because in Parshish Kisobi the hatera is the ikir why is the hatera is the ikir because the Parshish HaKlolis and we need more Klolis in order for the Klolis to work so the word Parshish is not a reference but a reason uh, uh, to help us understand how did I reach the conclusion that Hatayda is the Iker and why does the Trap structure it that way? Because the Parsha Klolis and I need more Klolis that are not written in the Sefer Tayda that I derive from the Sefer which is what Tayda means. So this really answered all of our questions on, on Rashi. Why does it say Aksuva? So we explain because Haksuva is what teaches me that the emphasis here is on the word Besefer, which is why it says Hazel in this Pasuk. Why does he say Gam Kalchali Vekalmaka? Is to emphasize that we're talking about more and more Klolis. We're trying to introduce more and more Klolis that are not written in the Torah in order to create more fear and therefore more motivation. And therefore, it has to say, Gam Kalchali Vekalmaka. And even though it doesn't say it explicitly, but Lechayre, that's the Pshat of why it says it later, because Gam Kalchali Vekalmaka is not there as a reference of which Pasuk it's talking about. It's there as an explanation. How do I know that that Pasuk, the, the, that in that Pasuk, the word Hatayre is the, is the primary word of the Pasuk? Then we asked him why he says, Vepasha Saklolis. We just explained that again because that is not there as a reference. It's there to explain to us how I know that the main uh, word of the Pasuk is Hatayra. And finally we ask in, uh, in the fifth question we ask why Taka does the Pasuk change from uh, that over there it says Hazer and over there it says Hazois and here it says Hazer. But well, we answered that. That was the whole answer. That over there, over there being that we're trying to be marbe in the Klolis, which are not written in the Torah, it must be that it's a different context in our Pasuk, and therefore it ends up with a different emphasis of the words, and therefore it ends up with a different hazer or hazois. So that answered all of our questions about Hashem. If you look through the Rashi, you see how the... the, the, the uh, Every single aspect of Rashi is now understood and in a whole new different way than, than when we had gone in to this Rashi. Now when I say we're going to go to the Yena Shaltera. Yena, the wine of Teda, which basically refers to that which is concealed 
inside of the words of Rashi. In truth, the entire Teda is one Teda. He. After the Pratis even though when you go into the details, there's, an ex- there's a Pasik that says Teda Soi, Lashon Rabbim, my Tedis in the plural, Lahavi Tedis of Alpeh, Lachalamesh Misinai, which includes Tedis of Alpeh, which was passed down from Mesha Bissinai, Ubechalachas Mayen, and within each of the Tedis, Tedis of Iksav and Tedis of Alpeh, Kalis Vachamurais Vachulu, there are mitzvahs that are more lenient and mitzvahs that are more stringent. The Yom Razal Leite Yeshiv Shekom and Tesashal Teda, do not weigh, do not balance. The mitzvahs of Teda, which one is more important than the next? The, and another Maimon Chazal of Yisrael, Mitzvah Kala Kabachamura. One should be careful with a lighter mitzvah, with a more lenient mitzvah, like they are, with a more stringent and more, more important mitzvah. And many other references that reference to the differentiation within Teda. So on the one hand, we find that it's a Teda Achas, that there's one, only one Teda. On the other hand, we find that there's many variations within Teda. There's Teda Shabiksav and Teda Shabalpeh. Within Teda, within the world of the Gufa, there's Mitzvah Kalas, Mitzvah Chamoris, and there's different things, there's different levels. So the Avshah Zui Mitzvah Kala, and even though the Avshah Zui Mitzvah Kala Vazu Chamura, and even though this one is called a Mitzvah Kala, this one is called a Mitzvah Chamura, which implies that there's different levels, nevertheless, they are all the will of Hashem. So we're bringing them back. There's still a unifying factor to every aspect of Teda, regardless of what, how you refer to it. That they are all the dotson of the Eibister. Even when a Talmud, a student will come much later on and innovate in Teda, be mechadish and Teda. Nevertheless, it all goes back to Meishem Bissina. It's all part of the same Teda. And when we fulfill that chiddush of uh, of that Talmud Vosik, that Talmud that introduced something new. It's considered that he's fulfilling the Ratzna of Hashem because his Chiddush, his innovation, was part of Mitzvah. And this is his sole reason and purpose for fulfilling Teir Mitzvah because this is what Hashem wants. Not because of the reward or the negative consequences that will come from it. And certainly not because logically it makes sense. Because all of them, all of these mitzvahs, the, the kalois, the chamurois, the, the, the chidushim of the Talmud Vasik, are all a chayk, are all a statue to reason, that a, a mitzvah that goes beyond reason. And the, the ratzin of Hashem, shehu v'ritzene yachad, the eibishter and his ratzin is one. So every single mitzvah and every aspect of teireh is one with the eibishter. And he fulfills it with the simple desire, the will of the person to connect to the Abishter. As, as is understood from the famous, uh, the well-known words of the Rambam in Hilchas Gitten, where it says, that we can force a person until the person will say, until he'll agree and say, I want. So the Rambam says, that the fact that a person doesn't want to be Megarish, the truth is that since he wants to be part of, he wants to be part of the Jewish people. And he wants to do all the mitzvahs. And distance himself from Averis. It's just that his Yitzhah is overpowering him temporarily. 
But the inner desire of a Yid is to do every mitzvah and to stay away from an Aveda. Back into the Lashna Sicha. So, every Yid. So, 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 we're saying that on the one hand, there's various different levels in Teda, primarily divided by Teda Shabik Sav and Teda Shabal but everything is the Ratzon of Hashem, everything is the will of Hashem, and the desire of a Yid is to fulfill each and every single one of them, because they are the Abishter's will with Kabbalah's oil and with Mesidus Nefesh, with accepting of the yoke of Hashem upon himself, regardless of whether he understands, and with Mesidus Nefesh, which means to do so to the to the furthest degree, to the, to the uh, uh, point of giving up his life. Now the next two paragraphs are very important because they are going to carry this concept over into the idea of brachas and klolos. And since the Pasek in Bechuk connects the, the material brachas, rain, etc., with following the ways of the Torah, so it's understood that someone who conducts himself in this way to acknowledge that there's one Torah, and every aspect of Torah is the doctrine of the Eibishter and is fulfilled with Kabbalah, Salem, Mesiris, Nefesh, Upon this is dependent the, the, the bracha of Hashem, the blessing of Hashem to, to give an abundance of goodness materially and spiritually. But if a person is going to divide within Teira and say this is nice, this teaching is nice, and this teaching is not. Which like, a person will say, that's, that's for neighbors to himself. It doesn't carry the same holiness. Which leads to a worse level, to separate between the two. To accept the written Teira as an Iker, as the primary part of Torah. And the Torah is only secondary. So once you go down this route to divide in Torah, and ultimately it comes to separate between Torah and Torah. This is the opposite of Torah. It's the exact opposite of everything we're trying to teach. That it's Torah Achas and everything is not Hashem. And therefore, if you follow this way, you're not fulfilling Teda properly. And if you don't merit it, you are causing to, re, to, to re, uh, hold back the brachas from the Ebishter. And this is what Rashi is saying. That in the Parsha Saklolis, the trap called Tipcha, which Tipcha is a pause, represents a pause, which basically represents a division, a, a, a severance, a, a separation. Nisuna tachas besefer is written under the word besefer. And the word teira are connected to each other. So basically there's a separation between sefer 
and Hatayra. Which Sefer is Tayra Shabiksav and Tayra is Tayra Shabapah because Sefer is written and Tayra is the, was derived from the written. So if you're going to write it the way it is in Parsons like Lolis, that there's a pause between Sefer and Tayra, a separation between Tayra Shabiksav and Tayra Shabapah, then this, re- this brings the Hepecha Bracha. So therefore it's called Pasha Saklolis because you're bringing the opposite of Bracha by and Tayra between Tereshubiksav and Tereshubiksav. And where does it come to a person to, to, to separate between, within Tayra, between Tereshubiksav and Tereshubiksav? Who she'ein nirgish etzlei ha'bchina so, before we say it inside, let's, let's just catch a glimpse of this. When something is written in the Torah, so you have a, 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 you, have a uh, uh, you know, if we follow the rules, Torah says, so we do it. Then there's something that's not written in the Torah. So a person could say, if it's not written, it's not written. Why do I have to do this? But the truth is, is that therein lies your, your true dedication to Teda. The ultimate connection to Teda is not seen if in, in the case where you listen to what it's written. Because if it's written, you follow instructions. The ultimate dedication to Teda is seen when you're able to reach the high, even that which is not written in the Teda, but is still the right thing to do. As to lay cost of a sefer atayrazes, and for that you need kabbalas el and mesiris nefesh. And again, I I do, do want to uh, uh, mention that you know a little bit. This is my own hisafa, uh, and forgive me if I'm wrong. But kabbalas el, there, there's two ways of looking at. There's two levels. Let's say kabbalas el. This kabbalas el, which is betchilas aveda, which is the bittel, the, the beginning of the aveda, which is accepting to, to to do that which you're told to do. Over here, he's referring to a Kabbalah's Earl, like we had uh, 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 last week, in, in, uh, similar to what we had last week in, in, in the, in the Parshas Kiseitse, that, 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 that Amalek can't touch Kabbalah's Earl. Kabbalah's Earl, which is higher than Seychel Abedis. Kabbalah's Earl, which is, which is Etzman Hashama. And, and, this, and this is what he's referring to over here, that, that there's a higher level than just fulfilling what it says in the Sefer. And that is to do that which the Teda doesn't tell us to do. And yet, because we're connected in the core level, we therefore understand what we have to do and do it anyway. Let's see it inside. Now the reason that a person can come to separate between because he's lacking a, a connection to, or he's lacking the level of connecting to that which is not written in the Torah. The lay kasuv is higher than teres miksav and higher than teres rapah. It's higher than that which is expressed and explained with reasonings in teres miksav and teres rapah. So, if a person is lacking the kabbalah selim asiris nefesh to appreciate the lay kasuv, then all of a sudden. Because he's lacking that Kabbalah sale, all of a sudden he starts differentiating between the different levels of Teda. And once you differentiate between the different levels of Teda, then you reach, you, then the brachas stop. Chas v'shalom. Ba'sha'in ke'in. 
But someone who has a connection, he feels that, that, that there's things beyond what is written in the Torah that is also connected to him. This causes by him he shouldn't divide and he shouldn't separate between the parts of Torah. On the contrary, he fulfills everything with Kabbalah Selmasir's Nefesh. And just like it is, this is all the Pnimi Selmasir. And that's how it is also in, this, in, in the basic understanding. That by, by feeling, by recognizing the, the, the stringency of the warning. Including the fact that these punishments that are not written in the Torah will come your way. This strengthens him in his fulfillment of Torah mitzvahs. Also in the Pnimi is saying in, it's the same thing that through through recognizing that there's more to the Torah than what's written. And for that you need to draw in to your core your, of, your, of your Kabbalah then you recognize that the Torah is one Torah What's written, what's not written, it's all one Tater, the Abishta's Tater, and therefore there's no division in Tater at all whatsoever, and therefore you fulfill everything as, it, as the Datsun of Hashem, and this brings all the brachs. So now we're going to go to the Isvav. In Ezov, we're going to take this, based on this, especially the Yenish Sultana, that, that, that this parsha is focusing, I should lay Kosov, I mean, the, the, uh, the, it's not so much this parsha, but this, this Indian is focusing on the emphasis, is emphasizing the uh, importance of Mesides Nefesh and Kabbalah. So, we will now understand the Ksaychis of Nitzavim to Rosh Hashanah. The Shalom HaKadosh says that the Parshi is, even if you're reading Chumash, and it's the Parsha that you read every week, it, the Parsha connects to the time of the year, to the Yom Tevim, whatever is going on, besides for the Parsha in the year. And it says that the Parsha is always read in the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, and therefore it must be there must be a connection between Nitzav and Rosh Hashanah. And he explains as follows. This above-mentioned feeling of Kabbalah goes hand-in-hand, generally speaking, is the same idea as Aveda Satshuva, because tshuva is l'maylem v'mididavagbala. You know, for example, that tshuva is b'shaytechado b'rigechado. In one moment, you could person could do tshuva, could, could turn, could transform their life. Even al piyalochi is going to mention later. Person has a hidur tshuva and becomes a tzaddik gamor. Why is that? Because tshuva is l'maylem v'mididavagbala. A person is working on something that has to work step, take step by step. But tshuva is beyond the the the, the organized step by step and could b'shaytechado b'rigechado. Or, in Chassidus it explains that, that why is it that through tshuva, his denis nasalei kizachis, that his, his, his deliberate sins become merits? Because when you go into a place of, above, beyond medidavagbala, beyond the, the, the organized system 
of normalcy of regular life, there's the new rules. And then when you have when you do tshuva, you're the mild and for something that was an aveda can become a mitzvah, can become a schus. That's why tshuva has the power to fill the blemish, to fill the emptiness, the void. So they had the akima mitzvah, which was caused by the lack of fulfillment of teiru mitzvahs. So, so tshuva, uh, so so kabbalah selim is nefesh, which is the theme of this discussion that we've had so far, is the same thing as tshuva. And since Chedesh in general, and especially the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, which, Shabbos, which Rosh Hashanah is being blessed by it, also usually known as Shabbos Lichas, whose man of Edesat Tshuva, the time of Tshuva, Uga Kashos Rachem Rebuchulu, and at Lachem Kainim Oz Parshos Nitzavim, therefore we read the Parshos Nitzavim, Shabbo Kama Vakama Psukim Binyanat Tshuva Upratel, because in this, in this Parsha there are several Psukim with regards to Tshuva and its details. And in this parsha also comes the warning in Nashi to not create a separation and a difference in the various different levels of Tater, but to fulfill them with all of them. Before and above. Higher than Seichel, which so this parsha has two things. Number one, and it's kam of a kam sukim binyanat tshuva uprateha, which in the ha'ara the Rebbe references the Ramban that says that when it says in this parsha a little bit later on, it says ki amitzvah azoyis lein neflesim imchav leirechaykehi. So Rashi says it's talking about the whole Torah. The Ramban teaches it about tshuva. He says it's coming by Hamshach. What it said earlier, v'shafta adashem alekecha. Earlier, you should you should return to Hashem, which it could be it could sound like it's talking about uh, a nevuah so the Ramban says no it's talking about a, a mitzvah of tshuva and it's telling you that it's not too difficult now Rashi doesn't touch it away because it's not but but I, I believe that that this is where this pasuk speaks about this parsha speaks about tshuva unless the shaft of the kecha is also tshuva uh, um, but I don't know. If, I don't know if the pasuk v'shavta d'ashem alakecha is a mitzvah satshuva. I think it's it's telling the yidden that the yidden are, are are going to return. Either way, this parsha does have does talk about returning to Hashem and about the mitzvah of tshuva. But not just that. It also has this Rashi, our Rashi, which Rashi talks about, which Rashi talks about not. Separating between uh, uh, this part of Teda and that part of Teda, which basically means to accept the entire Teda as one, the Kabbalah's oil, the Mercedes Nefesh, which we just said is Tshuva. And that's why the two parshas are connected. Nitzavim is a Chedish El and Shabbos Lichas, and the Shabbos before Hashanah is a time for Tshuva. And this parsha talks about Tshuva and talks about Kabbalah's oil, the Mercedes Nefesh, which is Tshuva. Nevertheless, and here is going to be a little bit. Uh, 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 um, technical, if you will. It's true that Rashi is in this parsha, but the Rashi that speaks about the separation of uh, a safe, uh, uh, the Pasik that speaks of the separation of Sefer and Atera is actually in Tove. Rashi says it here, but he's talking about a parsha in Kisove. 
So if we're trying to talk about this thing of Kabbalah, Selim, Mesiris, Nefesh, to not separate between Seif and Anateira, then, 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 what, then how does the Rashi and Kisavi fit in? How does the Pasuk and Kisavi fit into the picture? And he says, Faket. It fits very well in, because over there, over there there's a separation. Therefore, it belongs in Kisavi. Here, there's no separation, and therefore, excuse me, and therefore, Nitzavim is about the non-separation. Let's see it inside. This Indian about not separating between Sefer and Teira is mentioned in Nashi, which is Teira Shvalpeh, and in our parasha, not in Tavi. In Teira Shviksav, this Sefer Teira is this idea is mentioned in Tavi, but not explicitly. Only a hint by putting the tipcha on the sefer. Ki ha'hefresh benegeal edav v'chulu b'cholos ben peisa parshiyus elu. When it comes to the Indian of Ra, the difference between tovei and itzavim is as follows: parshiyus tovei, parshiyus teichicha. Parshiyus tovei is the parshiyus of rebuke. Never Indian of Ra. The ancient and the chen tzadichlius ben lachatchilus from Ra. It speaks about Ra and its punishment, which is why we have to do shemira. But it doesn't discuss tshuva and the aveda of ishapach of transformation, of transforming darkness into light. The whole purpose of Ra, of evil, is like the Apostle says that everything that Hashem does is for Himself. Even the Ra is for Himself. The Gamrasha, even the Rasha, to turn his ra into yoyim, to turn his evil into light and day. So the, 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 the bad should be transformed into day. So the whole Indian of ra is for the purpose of the good. But the purpose of the ra remains concealed until the person actually exposes the goodness by the, through his Aveda. He reveals the good by his Aveda. When it comes to Tereshibiksav, which is the Lashon of Tere, which is Tere, which is Mipiyak Vura, which is straight from Hashem, Beruach HaKedosh, and given over to us, Beruach HaKedosh, Kaidim Aveda Sadam, before the person got involved, at that point, the Torah is still concealed, therefore, Baza Beremes, in Parshish Kisavai, it's Teresh of Iksav. In Teresh of Iksav, it's before the Aveda Sa'adam, and therefore the Ra is revealed, and the Aveda is Surme Ra, but the Torah hidden inside of it is, is concealed. And therefore the message that we have to separate Seifen and Atayra is only Beremes. Because at the, that point, the, the, what we, what's exposed is the Ra and the separation of Seifen and Atayra. But Parshas Nitzavim, on the other hand, Medaber Barucha Advar Avedes Atshuva, which is speaking at length about Shuva. Laachay Sipurah Avetechacha after Parshas Kisavim, which spoke about the bad and the rebuke. Ut Shuva Ilah, and it speaks about Shuva Ilah, like the Pasuk Umala Shemalekecha as Levavcha, that the Abishter is going to remove the 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 Allah Saleiv from you, which is a much higher level of. Therefore, it's in Tereshir Alpeh, which is Lashon Chachamim, 
which is Rosh Chachamim, which basically means it's already brought down into the world of humans, into Avedis Saadam. So over here we can already talk about it. Here Rashi says it clearly where Besef and Atayda are together. Besef and Atayda are together because the Tipcha is on the word Atayda. And therefore Rashi explains it in Nitzavim. Therefore in Tzavim we read clearly we see the word Besefer Atayda together in Nitzavim and therefore there's an emphasis at length with Avedis HaTshuva because Nitzavim is where we're already taking it to the next level to Avedis Adam to Lashon Chachamim where we where through the person's Aveda we have reached Kabbalah Selim Asiris Nefesh Tshuva and we read this this Kriya Nitzavim Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah and a good thought and certainly good speech. And even more so when it comes to tshuva. Even a quick thought of tshuva immediately in actuality, according to halacha, according to the din tera, the person becomes a tzadigamer. So if we, and Shabbos and Hashanah, we just talk about it, but Koshikin, and, and excessively by Tshuva, even thinking about it, already brings us to Tshuva, but take it from Yah. And everyone together stands before the Ebishter, shining, illuminating, and standing firm, and standing together, and we accomplish that, that we should have So the, the connection between Nitzavim and Rosh Hashanah is that Nitzavim is about Shuva. Nitzavim is already when, when, when about the Avedis Adam, where we're taking this idea of Sefer Atayda and we're, we're, we're breaking down the barrier between Sefer and Atayda because we've reached Kabbalah Selim and Siddhis Nefesh which on that level it's Atayda Achas and therefore and, and, and Kabbalah Selim and Siddhis Nefesh is uh, uh, synonymous with Avedis HaTshuva and therefore we, we, we are able to uh, read Nitzavim and talk about and, there, and think about Tshuva and this brings us right away to becoming Sadiqim Gmurim and to the Ksivach Semitev for all Thal Yisrael may it be Begashmus Beruchnis Beteva Nirva Nikmah